Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Yes, sir, we are back. Long overdue. Out of the pandemic, sports for you. John and Mark, producer Ben Ready on the board. We are back, and we told y'all we ain't going nowhere. We just going to be on a little hiatus, but we are back, and we are back stronger and better, and we are not going to leave y'all Again, we are going to be here, Townhouse Media in the building, represent. So glad to be back with my bros. It's been so long. Mark. Yes, sir. Producer Ben. Yes, sir. We are back, and it feels good to be back with y'all, working one time. I know it's been a, long, a lot going on in these last three months. We want to start off on, you know, this is a serious from the last time we did speak, you know, you know, it was at the really at the beginning of the of the pandemic, and there's been a lot going on. And to those who've lost loved ones through the pandemic, and those who have been dealing with it, we want to send our love prayers out to y'all. And those frontliners, first responders who listening, thank y'all for everything you do. You're welcome. Because y'all, like my man Mark, he's he's out here working every day, and keep doing what you're doing. You are appreciated. And I'm so glad to be back with these geniuses on my right. The great Mark in the house. Yes, sir. What up? What up? And on the board, the architect, the founder, the originator of Townhouse Media, the one and only Mr. Ben Reddy on the board. So glad that the man, the the maestro. Peoples, peoples. He's in the building. I've been waiting. He's been waiting, and he's been sending me stuff. We have been waiting to get back to y'all, man. It's been so much going on. Obviously, no sports in the last three months, but now it seems like we're getting back there. We're going to talk a lot about what's been going on without sports during the pandemic, how sports are going to be returning from the pandemic. But we got to talk about what's the seriousness that's been going on in our country with all the police brutality to our brothers and sisters in the country. Rest in peace, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, Rashard Brooks, mm. Robert Fuller. All those who have lost through selfish, racist violence, your families, we pray for your strength and we pray that you do get justice. And that transcribes what we've been doing with sports. And hopefully this podcast, we will be talking a lot of sports as the sports continue to slowly get back into the fold of things within the next month or so. That it can be a reliever to you. This could be a a safe space for y'all to feel with everything going on in the world that y'all can just feel relaxed listening to us. Agree on some of our takes, disagree on our takes, whatever. As 
Sports for You continues to go into the development stages. Let's get into it. Obviously, with the unfortunately murder of George Floyd, our country has shockingly united. We've seen protests in every state, and it's not just black citizens out there. We've seen whites. We've seen Asians. We've seen Latinos. We've seen them come together. But that's just a start. The question is, where do we go from here? Mm. What is the next step? Uh, as far as that goes, it'll have to be either defunding or disbanding of uh, the police. Right. The whole police force. Um, and then rebuilding back up, man. Uh, when I was younger... I remember uh, you knowing the cops' names by, you know, cops by their names. Right. You know what I'm saying? They just come and give cards out. Um, that don't happen no more. There's no more community things where the cops is involved. It seems like it's a separation now. Uh, <clears throat> I'm completely with the disbanding of the police department and building back up the, the way where it actually benefits and serves everyone instead of just certain people. Right. <clears throat> And we uh, we know the whole saying. There's only the, we're not gonna do the whole bad apple, rotten apple, blah blah blah. I know there are cops who are out there who are out there protecting and serving, but we know there are some cops who are hiding behind the power of a badge. My godfather, he's been LAPD for over twenty years. I know I've known him all my life, and I know he's out there protecting and serving. I'm not saying every cop is bad. I'm not saying every cop is good. But when I stop with the whole, there's only a few bad apples. No, we gotta just if it takes having to eliminate it from top from the from the oldest in seniority to the youngest, let's just do what we gotta do because we we're losing too many young lives, too many young lives. I'm thirty. I'm in my thirties. Mark's in his thirties. We should be in his thirties. We are losing too many of us. I'm seventy five. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> that didn't work for Donald Sterling. It ain't working for you. Um, so now we need to unite. And Sports for You is going to be here for you as we are continuing week by week. We will give you more info how you can be a part of the show through social media, calling in. It will, we are going to be here for you as we are getting slowly back into normalcy. Going to take some time, but we'll be here. But trust me, while week by week while you're here, just make sure you download and listen. Let's get into how the sports have played an impact on everything that's going on, particularly let's start in the NBA. Obviously, they've been – they will be the first sport of real legitimacy that's going to be back July 30, 31st or 30th, depending on how things look. The NBA and the NBA PA voted on the 22-team format that will take place in Walt Disney World's Wide World of Sports in Orlando, mm-hmm. where we know who are going to be this basically the 14, one through seven on both conferences. The eighth seed is to be determined. Right now, in the East, it's Orlando. In the West, it's Memphis. Now, if there's a four and a half game. Trail between with the between the ninth seed and the 
and the eighth seed, then there'll be a playing tournament. There will be 13 teams from the West going into the bubble, only nine from the East. That just shows you how garbage the East is. Washington Wizards at 20 and 44 will be entering the bubble. Meanwhile, on the West, we got Portland, we got New Orleans, we got the Sacramento Queens, I mean Kings, the Spurs, and the Phoenix Suns. Shout out to Devin Booker. Boys, nice. Um, I think this is still all done in pencil, gentlemen. way I see it is about time we get to the middle of July, we're doing training camps because another development came out today. By next Wednesday, the 24th, all players have to let their teams know if they're going. And I think if you got some players on those teams that are not in the playoff that are not in that one through eight, say like Washington or New Orleans or Portland. I know Dame has been outspoken. Carmelo, he's been outspoken, and they don't want to go. It wouldn't shock me if this one through 16 format actually happens. So this is my thing. If you choose not to go, are you not getting paid? They're going to get majority of their money. You're not going to get fully paid, but they will get a majority of their, they will get majority of their, of their salary. Even if they choose not to go play. Yes. So they got a good ass union. Yeah, shout out to Michelle Roberts, Chris Paul, president, LeBron, the pre- vice president, Jalen Brown, by the way, who drove 15 hours from Boston to his hometown Atlanta to be part of a pe- to organize a peaceful protest the weekend after George Floyd's murder. And that's also who else? Uh, Pal Gasol, the Spaniard. Shout out to him. He's a executive vice president. I wish I could not go to work and. And get most of my check. It feels good. It's a good thing. Um, <laughs> Garrett Temple, who's plays for the Brooklyn Nets, he's also one of the VPs. Carmelo's one of the VP. And then there's Kyrie Irving. Kyrie, Mr. Irving, the NBA champion, multiple time All Star, probably one of the best handles in the game. But the dude's a weirdo. I'm sorry. And I know everyone's trying to say don't go with the, don't use the whole earth is flat thing against him. Nah, he shows me a lot where you think, if you think the earth is flat. Kyrie Irving. It shows me a lot where your mind is if you went to Duke. But anyway, go ahead. Well, well that, well that, that explains why he thinks the earth is flat. He went to Duke. If he went to that other school in Carolina, he would think that the earth was round. I mean, Oh, North Carolina, Tar Heels. And yes, we're still, it's still Tar Heel Nation with me and Mark. Y'all better recognize. So y'all getting mad at Duke Slander. <laughs> if y'all getting mad at the Duke Slander. Hey, as producer Ben was kind of mad at the Duke Slander right now. So SC, baby. SC, USC. Uh, shout out to DeRozan. Who's in Compton? Him, Kendrick Lamar. You USC, South Carolina. <laughs> Continue please Shout out to DeRozan Speaking of SE Shout out to DeMar DeRozan Rock Russell Westbrook Kendrick Lamar They did an organ They had They did an organized Peaceful protest Over in the city of Compton Near Near the town Near um, City Hall In Compton In the courthouse And everything But let's get back to Kyrie 
it came out last Friday, Kyrie Irving, who is a, a vice president on the players union. So he's in the meeting. He's on the calls as they are voting for this proposal. So he knows everything that's being presented. I don't want to hear that. Oh, he didn't know. No, he knew it's a 22 team format. He knew what the train cap was. And by the way, don't my, I add, he's not even playing. He's hurt. Right. So, which goes back to the point I was going to make when you get done. So, to Kyrie coming out, said last week he was focused on how much food and booze he can have, how much food and booze he can have in in the bubble. Now, Friday comes, he's organizing an 80 80 player call with him, Donovan Mitchell, Russell Westbrook, Dwight Howard, yada, 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 some of the big names in the game. And And the suggestion is oh, let's not play. Let's focus on the on the injustice that's been going on and the and the pandemic. Well, I get the pandemic part. I'm not. We're not going to poo poo the pandemic. People have lost their lives. People are still losing their lives. People are still suffering from this pandemic, from this virus. But to say that, let's just shut it down just because you want to fight for social justice. You're not playing. You can go fight. Uh. I think he can fight justice and still play basketball. That's we, my we've check. seen Jim Brown do it. We've seen Kareem do it. We've seen Muhammad Ali do it. Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Like, we've seen it. And now it's even better for them because they have a microphone on their face every fucking day. As long as you uh, – pause. As long as you, you know, playing basketball, you right. have the platform to speak, to do what you have to do. If you're not playing basketball, nobody's going to talk to y'all. Producer B, chime in, please. I think they're trying. He he's trying to organize and show strength in numbers of like, look, we can come together <clears throat> and show them that you know, with with let let's not play and show them how strong we are together. I mean, what 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 else? What else he trying to do? It's like it's it's, it's just the same as the kneeling like uh, Kaepernick was doing. Or what if he just he did the eighty thing? What if he just took all the the NBA uh, all stars out? All the black NBA R stars, R stars, R stars. Are y'all still cool with watching basketball if if all them ain't playing? I'm gonna watch it anyway. I'm I'm desperate to watch it at this sport. I watched that Tiger, Peyton Manning, Phil Mickelson golf thing, and I don't and I don't even watch golf. No, I mean, I, I, like I said, I still watch it, but I also feel like I feel like Kyrie's an opportunist. Like you think it, so? Yeah, I think if no, so. if nothing changes, and let's say the season don't, don't finish this year, if nothing changes. As far as social reform and injustice and all that, if the league started in October, he'd be playing. <clears throat> and my thing is with him, <clears throat> you knew the proposal. Like I said, you're on the executive committee. You're not a guy who's not on the call. And you're a superstar in the league. You're one of the top 15 to 20, 15 players in basketball. Right. Your teammate is the second, or, or some might argue, the best player in basketball in Kevin Durant. Right. So you're not. Out of the loop. Now, everyone's going to say this is Kyrie, LeBron part three, versus LeBron part three. He couldn't get him in Cleveland, so he forced his way out. Now he's in Boston. He tried to oversee him in Boston. He had to go get KD, and they go to Brooklyn. And now, because he can't go, he's now basically overseeing because LeBron wants to play. LeBron is out there using his platform saying, okay, we can still do this. We can still play. We're going to be on a big stage, and we can still raise awareness. Which LeBron been doing. Which brings me 
with what I didn't understand what was that Antonio Davis. Did y'all hear the Antonio Davis interview mm-hmm. over the weekend? So Antonio Davis, all time Indiana Pacer, he was a former president of the Players Union. He mm-hmm. came on ESPN Radio Sunday and he said he wanted to hear more from LeBron on where he stands. And I'm looking like listening like where have you been the last four years? Four. Like five, Let, six. Let's go, let's go back to when Trayvon Martin got killed. He organized the whole hoodie thing. He's been on he openly admitted that he endorsed Hillary Clinton for president. He stood next to her at a rally for her doing at the DNC. He's open he's helping trying to get voters to register. He's not telling people how to vote, but he's trying to get more people of color invested in voting. So I don't understand what he was trying to say. Oh, LeBron needs to speak out more. LeBron has been pregnantly, period. He called the president a bum. <laughs> if that don't tell me where you stand, I don't know what will. But the focus back on Kyrie, like you said, I think he is being opportunistic. And Kendrick Perkins brought this. Like, you going to come out and tell people, I give, it every, I give up everything for social reform. Time out, dude. And these are the words of Kendra Perkins. Don't say you'll give it up. Give it up. Just give it up. Maya Moore. Hmm. Superstar. So, man, give Maya, drop a bomb for Maya Moore. Yeah, please, drop two. Matter of yeah. fact, drop two. Yeah, she, that's, <coughs> yeah nah, she, she's, she's the shit, man. That's a real one right there. Yes. Shout out to Maya Moore. We salute you. UConn, one of the greatest UConn players. Might be. What, top five, UConn? Probably so. Superstar, Minnesota Link, WNBA champion, probably the best player in the WNBA. She gets put her career on hold two straight seasons in her prime. She went to do work as a missionary. Mm-hmm. But this one is the one. Last year, she took off her entire season, and the Lynx are one of the best teams in the WNBA. She helped get an innocent man who has been serving 25 years for a crime he didn't commit out of jail. I felt like I felt like when Kyrie uh, said, "I'm I'm willing to give everything up." That's like one of the people on Facebook, like I'm gonna unfriend you. Basically, like no, you're not. You just want me to fight for you. So if you really want to give everything up, just give it up. And it brings up to my man Ed Davis, another former Tar Heel. He was on the call. He told Hoopsite, it's easy for him and Dwight to say that when they got all their money. But a guy like Ed Davis, who's a role player, he don't have that luxury. There are some other players who don't have that luxury where they said they can sac- give up everything. I do think Avery Bradley's sincere. I think so, too. And he hasn't even gotten paid yet. I think so too. But when I listened to his interview today with Woj and Malika Andrews and Ramona in the ESPN.com, not this plug anything else, but this is an interview y'all need to go read because he is one of the faces of this new NBA Players Coalition. He wants more opportunities, producer Ben, to get more black coaches, more black GMs, more black top decision makers, mm-hmm. more. I mean, we only got one black owner, and that's Jordan. But the point is, he's trying to, we need to get more. Fix the hiring practices of the NBA. That is what the demands, which what Kyrie should have been focusing on. What you got? What would it take for 
let's say a group of black investors to uh, make an expansion team. It, do it have to be wanted by the NBA or like how do you do you know how that works? It, it have to be approved by the NBA. NBA right? has to find a city that, to approve it. Let's say let's give you the perfect example. We've been trying to get we've been trying to get basketball back in Seattle right. for the last decade and a half. Say if somebody want say like you get a group of four millionaires and they can combine their net worth into like some billions and they want to start an expansion team. That's how it will start. That's how with Bob Johnson when they the Hornets remember they left Charlotte, went to New Orleans, but the NBA really wanted to keep one of the team back in that Charlotte market. That's how the Bobcats came along. Right, Bob right, Johnson right. had the money to be the owner. Go figure. You know who the other person who was who's the runner up for that? Who? Larry Bird. Mm. Larry Bird had a group, but Bob Johnson had it because he had, and then he had you know some guy named Michael in his also in his corner to help him. But but to your question. You just gotta have the right capital. So, like uh, all the, these play, like uh, the Kyrie's, and let's say some of these players that you know they want to be like, we want to fight it or whatever, or we want more owners. They came together, like, look, we have an arena in Seattle. You know that. You know, of course, that's where the uh, signings played at. Let Let's start a new team there. He got with uh, the likes of uh, Jay Z, the the Diddy's, whatever. Right, all the, right, all right. these black people with money in. Right. That so that can happen. Yeah, so that, that conversation should be had if they want to make change. And they can em- employ. Not to be dramatic, but I'm obsessed with how much I just saved at Kohl's. I got 25% off Nike clothes for the kids. The cutest $39.99 flex hoodie for me. And got great Columbia gear for all our outdoor adventures. Did I mention the extra 20% off and the Kohl's cash I got? So yeah, not sure what I love more, fall deals or fall weather. Select styles. 20% offer ends October 3rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at getarculus.com. All the black people they want, the GMs from everybody down. Right. But, but see what that would entail is... is uh, selflessness, and I'm not sure if some of these players, who's really trying to say they go, they willing to risk everything, is really selfless like that. Like they're willing to really give up their money. They're really willing to, willing to uh, if they earn 200 million in their contract, give up 150 of that million to 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 create that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, well, if they think in long term, I mean that. They're gonna have that back in in a couple years. Yeah, yeah. yeah but let's see. Are, are they will? Are they really willing to do it? Is my is my only thing. It's like Patrick Beverly said on Sunday in this tweet: If LeBron want to play, we gonna play. Point blank. Period. Now, where where you take that from? That's like it seems like it's almost like a shot. Like like he's the he's the prince or the king. Like if, if and, you want to play, a lot of people took it that way. But I heard Chris Broussard say this yesterday. He said that. Patrick Beverly tweets just like the way he plays ball. He just he just gonna come straight at it. He's just basically saying he's not dissing LeBron. He's not dissing LeBron, but he's saying if LeBron wants us to keep this thing going, we gonna keep this thing going. I'll give you the example back when back in Jordan's hey, they had a minor lockout. I think ninety six, ninety seven. Patrick Ewing was the president of the Players Association, and Jordan stood up like, "Look, we gonna play." 
or we ain't gonna finna, we ain't finna give up nothing. And they said all hell broke loose. Mm. If the if the league dog wants to go, they gonna go. And it's always been like that. It's not. It didn't just start with LeBron. I no. know a lot a lot of people who <clears throat> feeling different towards LeBron feels like that, but it's no. always been like that. Jordan did the same thing. The same thing with people hate on clutch sports. David Falk was doing this forever. But people hate on anything that that when it comes to LeBron. Right. I mean, hey, LeBron could cough the wrong way, and he and he's spreading the coronavirus. I mean, come on. That's just the way people are. But you bring that up, producer Ben, about expansion, and that segues to the NFL part. Because when the Panthers kicked Jerry Richardson out the league, there was talk maybe Steph Curry. You know, he's from North Carolina. He would be he would be willing to be an investor. I guess Cap. Obviously, he still got a lot of money in the bank from when he had the 49ers. He said he'd be willing to get in on the invest. Did he? If you have the right group and the money clears, it works. But but don't the other owners have to approve of it? Yes, you got. Well, you don't have to. It has to get major. Have a majority, majority vote. Twenty five percent. So let me ask you this. I always thought the NBA was pretty progressive in how they dealt with uh, matters. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like when it comes to us. Um, do you think that the owners would approve? What Ben is proposing Like if Ben would brought that up And he put that Like this is what I want Do I want to hire All the black All this Do you think uh, Other owners would Would approve it Do you think it would be The majority vote So would the majority Of the NBA voters Vote right. for all black ownership Right I think as long as The money clears Yeah Right now Yes, yes. Strike I, while the iron's hot Right exactly. now Right now Yeah mm-hmm. I mean, Cause you got Mark Cuban He's very progressive Steve Ballmer you see what he's doing. You see what he's doing I, over, I res- over. I love Steve Ballmer. All what he's doing in Inglewood. <laughs> right. He's progressive. I mean, but we don't know about the rest of them. Well, you don't know a lot of the owners in the NBA as much as we know the NFL because the NFL is basically about more so about the owners, and the NF- NBA has been majority about, about the, the players. players. Right, right. But well, that thing that also works because that shows that they listen to their players. The lot of the NBA mm-hmm. has been very is very progressive. I can. I was saying it's, I was just saying myself today. I can name you every NFL owner off the dome right now, just going division by division. I can tell you every NBA owner. I can tell you the main ones. I can tell you Mark Cuban. I can tell you Jeannie Buss. I can tell you Steve Ballmer. I obviously can tell you Jordan. I can tell you um, Dolan. Maloose. But Dolan trash. Yeah, he's garbage. Um, but, I, but I also feel like, because like, I feel like Dolan is part of the good old boys. If you know what I'm saying, yeah, and that's not getting that dude, that um, dude dummy, right? But, um, yeah, but <laughs> but but my thing is, is secretly because we didn't. A lot of people didn't know Donald Sterling was how he was until it came out. But the thing was, so so, do you think that there's other owners, NBA owners that that might feel that way, might not want that? Uh, if if the voices are loud with the players, I, they'll approve it because I think. If they had, if, I went back and watched that black ball documentary with the Clippers. Mm. You can tell they really regretted playing that game after the ter- Sterling tape came out. Mm. I um I I do I, I think the NBA is is way more progressive than the NFL ten times, and that's why I fuck with the NBA way more than I fuck with the NFL. What you got, Ben? If there any, like I said, if there's any time to handle it, 
yeah. right now is a time because every sport, every company is like, hey, it's I, black people. Well, majority, not every black. It's like it's black people time. Let's do this for the black people. Let's do this now. If, if they do it right now within the next, you know, while shit is still heating up or it's going on right now, then it may can happen. But Maybe. I don't know to have that proposal in this short amount of time. I don't know. I it's going to, it, it takes, it's a process because you got to find the right city. Like Seattle. Everyone's saying Seattle. Some people saying everyone's saying Vegas now because you see what's been oh, yeah, how the golden how the Golden Knights been popping in the NHL. They've been talking Raiders. about maybe, now the Raiders are there. They just announced today that the Pro Bowl is going to be in Vegas in in January. Yep, I'm there. So it takes the right group. You bring up names like Jay Z's, <laughs> the Diddy's. It takes the right group of owners, and and obviously. We know those guys because obviously we're hip hop fans. We listen to music and we into sports and pop culture. But there's some black billionaires out there we just don't know. They mm-hmm. probably know him. Like Mark Cuban, obviously, look at Steve Ballmer. He's worth fifty billion. He's was the king of Silicon Valley. I mean, I know he knows some black billionaires. So I think it's probably on who on, on the connection front too. Say if it's someone that Steve Ballmer knew, he. They'll come highly recommended, but yeah, they gotta. If this is gonna happen, they gotta get it. Someone has to be willing to step out. And right now, we haven't heard anybody except saying they're willing to step out and start a, an all an all minority ownership. But it's possible. That, that that's it. That's a good question, though. B. Yeah, I mean, and, and they have to put the culture before profits, right? You know, now look, hmm. it, you know, we all. Hmm. Some of us, let's just do it evenly. You know, there don't have to be nobody who's getting more, whoever. Because we all know in hip-hop, that's a big situation with these labels and stuff. Everybody want to be the head honcho. Let's come into this level-headed for the culture, for our people. We making uh, uh, more job opportunities, you know, X, Y, Z. Let's spread it, you know, however much across the board and let's get it. And it's possible. And, and, and it's it's like, uh, uh, I think it's eight. Like black we, billionaires in, in the US. I think it's eight black ones. We can like you can put like Dre, Jay Z. Saying like Oprah. Oh Oprah was one Oprah for black people. Oh well, we'll get into that. She <laughs> uh, <laughs> might try to hire Harvey Weinstein. I go that Harpo. Oprah. Oh, Oprah, Oprah, Oprah. <laughs> this show's been brought to you by Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> um as far as I know. As far as I think, yeah, Oprah, obviously, you throw Dre, you throw Jay-Z. Um, there probably would be some, because I know Oprah was interested in trying to buy when the Clippers went up for sale. She did have interest in getting a group with... Harvey Weinstein. Leave, leave, leave that man out. Probably Donald Trump, too. Those two. Yeah, those are the only time you really hear the, the, those references... That probably the last time you hear those references for the evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, the guy from Oracle, Larry Ellison, who's the owner, who's the founder of Oracle, you know, where the mm-hmm. where the Warriors yeah. used to play. I think he's worth like thirty billion or something. But I, I think I think uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. If 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 that can happen, I would be a Seattle fan. It don't matter who on their team, they can be the worst team in the league. I'm a Seattle fan. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be a fan as long as they ain't playing the Lakers. I mean, I support them. But I mean. Bring back you bring back Gary Payton, you bring Sean Kemp. He's too back. old to play. Well, we will bring him back, yeah, you know, operation. but you gotta but you oh. gotta, you know, have him have a, 
you if this happens, you gotta bring back. You also have to embrace what the Seattle Sonics meant to that city. No, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. You bring back some of the staples that of, you, of, the, of the Sonics. You bring GP. You bring Sean Kemp. You bring um, Hersey Hawkins, Michael Cage. You bring Def Les Shrimp. I don't think nobody thinks of Michael Cage. So, but I get I get what you're saying. Though. I'm just hey, naming guys. I'm just bring back Benoit <laughs> Benjamin. I'm just trying. I'm just saying. The first guys. Xavier McDaniel and shit. <laughs> Just like Xavier McDaniel did play for the Sonics. <laughs> Shout out. I don't know Xavier McDaniel did play for the Sonics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he wanted to hit Jordan's. He, oh, Jordan. Sam Perkins. You know what I'm saying? Sam Hey. hey North Carolina. So, he got traded. For, he traded him for Sedell 3. Um, but nah, that 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 right there, that right there is is a dope. Uh, that'd be a dope proposition, B. I mean, you heard got, it here first. I got twenty five dollars on it. You ready? You, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Sports for you. I got twenty five on it. You ready? Producer Ben, ready? Let's go, G. So, so <laughs> any of y'all black billionaires want to get involved? Let's hit go. up, hit up my man Ben. Ready? He's the he's the mastermind. He started this. Hey, he was the first person that mentioned it. So don't go on any other podcast or any other shows. Cause we will call you out if you go up there stealing our idea. Hey, but before 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 y'all go, can I get into the fantasy world right quick? Now imagine, please please imagine this happen. Let's say it happened in the next couple of years. You know uh, when when is LeBron contract over? Next year. Well, he, he's he's on a four year deal. He got a fifth year option, so he probably two more years, right? Because okay. it's the second year. Two Let's more say years. he finished out the five year joint. Yeah. Now here comes this team. Now he goes there. He wants to be owner. Player slash owner is that possible? Can you? Well, Bill that? Russell did. Bill Russell was the first player coach. I mean, Jordan did it in Washington. He was the exec. Remember, he was oh, the yeah, president. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. And remember, he but was actually owner, had, But now people forget Jordan. The reason Jordan went to the Wizards because he was going to buy the Wizards. Yeah, that's why I thought. That's why he went over there. He was going to buy the Wizards from um, from the Leonces family. They was going to sell it to him. And then, I, so that's why he became president of the operations and took Kwame Brown. With the first pick. And he brought, he brought them sweet-ass uh, cool gray 11s out. Yeah. Salute to Jordan for that. By the way, Jordan Brand, y'all, y'all, need, y'all, y'all playing. They coming out this year. No, they not. Yeah, no, they, y'all, no, playing, they not. y'all playing. They bringing out some nasty Jason Tatum, you wrong. Jason Tatum, you they, wrong for that. They bringing out some trash-ass 11s this year. You re, Jason Tatum, you wrong for that. What do you do? He went and trolled everybody by posting that he got a, cust- he got a player – Exclusive cool grace because he's yeah. a Jordan brand athlete. I'm like, come on, Jay. Come I, can on. Po- I can post mine too. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, you're wrong for that. I can post <laughs> my Space Jams, the original. And you're wrong for that. All y'all wrong, man, because y'all name every Jay I don't have. That's <laughs> why. Well, I, 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 think I think I might do a Thursday for Throwback Thursday. Yeah. Post my cool grace. Yeah. yeah. I'll so, post like, my Raging Bull Foss. Yeah. So, okay. So, but yeah. <laughs> y'all, but I think if, but yeah, that's how Jordan got started. You, like your point, if LeBron. Because he really does want to be an owner. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if he had his preference, he would want to own the Cavs. He want to own the Cavs. Dan Gilbert, another one of them good old boys. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron was like, yeah, you want, so you want to hold, you're going to have that dude hold a rally in my arena, huh? And then he. Another he, good old boy. That team, his team that he owns signs, Bronny. Come on, man. I mean. Hey, by the way, you a Dwan Wagner son is like a baller. No, dude. he got game. He be killing. Was it? Well, did he play against LeBron? Son? Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a class, he's in the class of twenty twenty three. He's the number one player. Yeah, nah, he no, nah, he killed he killed. I think it was LeBron's son team. Yeah, yeah. he came from he got to Camden in Jersey. I think Bronny wasn't guarding him, but he killed whatever whoever was guarding. He killed him. Mm. That's that's possible, Ben. But nah, yeah. I, I think that's dope, man. Like like that, that's a great proposition, and I I honestly think that whoever's in position to get Bronny, LeBron is going to have something to do with that organization. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if they, like you say, LeBron, he gets 
He's probably got because he's already the first billion dollar athlete, right? So you get him in there, and then you he gets the right group. Obviously, he got his connections with Chase. Obviously, uninterrupted connected there. Maverick Carter has his connections and this and that. LeBron might be the might be the first dude to go right from the right from the court to the to the booth to the owner's booth to the owner's box within the within the months of retirement. So you heard it here first. LeBron James will be the next player owner. Player owner and the first player slash owner in NBA history. LeBron gets drafted in 2023. So uh the NFL. Okay. I'm gonna let you talk about the NFL. Okay. Because I got a lot to say on this, and producer Ben knows. Okay. The NFL, the No Fun League, not for long. Now it's the No Freedom League, according to Spike Lee. I got that hoodie. No Freedom League? Mm-hmm. I, I had it before he said it. Sorry, Spike. You, 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 you <laughs> some years too late. Still love your movies. <laughs> Shout out to the Five Bloods. You got to check that out, Ooh. Netflix. Um, <laughs> so let's start off with, with how this... How the NFL is now have tried to thrust themselves into the po- into the whole. Let me re- re- rewind, rewind, rewind. That didn't come out right. This show is brought to you by Pepsi. Um, <laughs> let's rewind. How the NFL has tried to get involved in the whole social justice Black Lives Matter movement. Four years ago, we know this when it all started. Colin Kaepernick took a knee. Now let's rewind that. He sat on the bench and was spotted by a reporter from the press box sitting during the anthem. Mm-hmm. And we were wondering why. And then after the game, Steve Weiss, the great Steve Weiss from NFL Network, asked him. And he clearly explained he was not standing for the anthem as because he lives in a country where police are killing unarmed black men. And we deal with systemic racism and oppression, and our Chris, our criminal justice system needs reforming. Mm-hmm. Clearly, as day, follow follow up a couple weeks later. Nate Boyer, former long snapper with the 49ers, Seahawks, was a Green Beret in the Army. It was a teammate of Kaepernick's and told him, "You know, sitting, I respect what you're doing, your message." But I want to offer you a little way, a better way to get it across. Instead of just sitting for the anthem, take a knee. Mm. The knee symbolizes homage to those who we lost in battle. Mm. And we've lost a lot of brothers and a lot of sisters in battle with this situation with police brutality and the whole criminal justice thing. Kaepernick obviously played his last season with the 49ers, has been blackballed from the league since. Let's fast forward to the events of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, and Breonna Taylor. The NFL put out one of the most bullcrap statements on social justice that you could have ever 
listened to. It was tone deaf. It didn't address the issues. And then the f- you follow that up with Drew Brees being even even more tone deaf, saying he doesn't respect anyone who kneels during the flag because his grandfather's fought in World War II. My grandfather fought in World War II. Come on, man. You totally missed the point. And I'm and I'm a Drew Brees fan. The dude's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's obviously he's gonna move this is probably gonna be his last year. He's gonna move into the booth for Sunday on Sunday night football. He really did not get he really didn't get the message. And you had Michael Thomas and his new teammate Emmanuel Sanders and all and Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins just basically told him, shut the F up. Basically told him, shut the F up. And when he and then he enters this apology on IG. Then he does a video on IG apologizing. Then he goes to work saying that he's gonna do better. He does, he's on a conference, a Zoom call with his teammates. Shaq is on the call. Telling them, do not let this break you up. He apologized. He had to check the president, which I think was the only real sincere thing he did was tell the president. Let me announce the great Nick Freeze is in the building. What up, Freeze? Hit the button. Your button right there. The one's lit up. No, no, down, down. Yeah. There you go. What up? What up, what up, what up? Good to join it. Good, glad to have you join in on this conversation. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You already know. All right, we're talking about the NFL, and now the name Cap Kaepernick comes back in. Mm-hmm. The situation is now this. Does he deserve a job? Does he want a job? Should they give him a job? So let's just really focus on how – in the last week, the NFL, they seem like they took a total 180 after the players come out with this Black Lives Matter video featuring some of the biggest names from Patrick Mahomes. That's you the, should, no, you should just stop there. That's the reason why the NFL said something is because Patrick Mahomes. And let me piggyback on what Mark said. Patrick Mahomes is the Super Bowl MVP. He's now the face of the NFL. He's gonna have. He's gonna be the, the probably the first two hundred million dollar quarterback, and he put his. And he was like, you know what? I'm black. Yes, I'm black, and I'm and I have and I'm a I have a black father and a white mother. But I'm a black man. Mm. And you get the likes of him, Deshaun Watson, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Jamal Adams. Mm-hmm. They get into this conversation. They get in on this video, and they call out the NFL. And the NFL has always been a reactionary league. So what happens 24 hours later? Roger Goodell does a video saying, responding to all the players' all the players' demands. Some bullshit. PR. <laughs> Some bullshit. <laughs> Typical PR. It's PR 101. And the question... Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. 
Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at getarculus.com. Question is, where do we go from where do we go from here with the NFL? Now, I know the NFL. We already know we we've heard nothing from we've only. I mean, let's be clear. We have heard from two owners. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna say all the owners. Amy Amy Adams Shrug, the owner of the Titans, she's came out. She supports. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if y'all seen the video with the Ravens with Steve Bashotti. He had Mark Ingram and RG3 and Lamar Jackson and Willie Sneed, Justin Tucker. It was a powerful video. Uh-huh. But we haven't heard from Mr. Jones. You're, you're not. You ain't heard from Mr. Kraft, Baldo. Good old boy club. Yeah, yeah, you're not just speaking you're, from him. You ain't heard from Mr. Snyder. Nah, you're Good not going to hear from none of them. Good old boy club is what you're speaking on. Most definitely. Jerry Jones, he's... The smartest thing he could actually do right now is not talk. Good point. Because, you know, no matter what anybody says, they're getting dissected so bad. Like even, like I we just said about Roger Goodell, you know, it could be something good, but people be like, it's all PR people. You know, it's not really genuine, especially with the uh, past comments that Jerry Jones has had. And the thing is why people don't buy Goodell, because like, you work for them. Now, it's a trip. Every, we know every commissioner in the, in sports works for the owners. Right. We know Adam, Adam Silver works for the NBA owners. Rob Manfred, who we are going to kill at the end of this show. Mm-mm. Who uh, Rob Manfred is going to get. Mm. All right. We can get there. Yeah. We're going to get to Mr. Manfred in the MLB. Oh my God! We gonna get to them because I oh boy boy yeah y'all really messing me y'all really got my okay. Let's stick a football. Let's stick the football. Stick the football. Stick the football. Okay. How you feel about him? Is how I feel about the NFL. But go ahead. Uh, yeah, what I'm saying is with this right now, it's convenient to always bring up Kaepernick, and I'm not just talking about the NFL. I'm not just talking about the players. But I'm talking about people in the media now. Mm-hmm. Yes, this story has been four years old now. And the question is now, does he des- – well, he always deserved a chance. He's a, he's, a, he's a quarterback who led a team to two NFC championships and a Super Bowl appearance. Most definitely. He's made a, he's made a hundred million he, – he signed a $100 million contract. Yep. Got 37 guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So he's not a scrub. He was a second-round pick. And uh, my, my whole problem was with Kaepernick in the first place was, you know, even before all this had happened, I was like his skills was like – like they was going down a little bit, but were. at the end of the day, if Geno Smith can have a job, he for sure can. Absolutely, and that brings me. To, and you bring up Geno Smith. Who? who where, where? Where does Geno Smith play for? Jets. He's at no, the no, Jets. No, 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 no. Who, who does he play for now? Oh. oh, last I heard, he was with the Giants. Now he's with the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. Enter Mr. Peter Carroll. That's some more bullshit. Oh my God. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. And none of us are. are Freeze. You a SC fan? Yes, I am. 
He's I'm I'm, I'm I'm upset with Pete Carroll too. Don't bullshit. get me wrong. Yeah, that's okay. Bullshit. So you're, yeah. you're 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 a good person. We can have on this conversation specifically yeah. with him. Uh huh. Because you've dealt with this when he when he when he pieced out to go to the Seahawks. Exactly. Pete Carroll and I've always said this to Trojan fans. My daughter's mom's a Trojan fan. Her all her family are Trojan fans. Mm-hmm. He's a you know he. He's a rah rah old dude. He goes in the hood, gets the kids, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But sometimes he, he slip gets he he be letting the slip show a little bit. Like, come on, dude, you were the one who brought this dude in. So don't tell me you didn't sign him because you was afraid that he'd be a starter. But you have two starters in the in the same QB room. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is what if Russell Wilson, who is very durable as a play, as far as not again, I get injured. He's re- he ne- he doesn't get injured. I about to say, I don't even remember the last time he missed a game. It's been a while. He's never missed a game. Damn. He's never missed a game in eight years. Mm-hmm. It's always good to have insurance. Yeah. I look at my team, the Broncos. We signed mm. Jeff Driscoll. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you look at your boys. Y'all signed Mary. Y'all boy, y'all signed Mariota. Look, you know us out of all. You already know when it comes to that backup quarterback. Look when Carr got hurt. That year that we was going to the playoffs. Y'all had Connor Cook. And he got hurt. Because uh no, no, no. Somebody else that got no. I think Matt McGloin got Matt hurt. Matt McGloin got, got hurt, hurt. And then we got, got yeah. Then, then he went to Connor Cook. Connor Cook was and that, was that was his first time as a starter as a playoff game against the uh the Texans defense. He was getting killed. Wow, remember when Jerry Jones wanted to draft Connor Cook over Dak Prescott? This the same man that wanted to get uh Johnny Manziel. Yeah, Stephen was like, "Yeah, we're we're taking Zach Martin, but Smart. let's take, but let's stick on the topic on Pete Carroll." So Pete Carroll comes out last week and says, "Oh, I regret not signing Colin Kaepernick three years ago." But I know a team who called me. First of all, why are they calling you? I'm oh, trying really? to check. The, the, I'm sorry, um, Jim Harbaugh wasn't available. Jim, Jim Harbaugh's phone disconnected or something. For real, the man the coach, that drafted him, the coach in Nevada, his phone is disconnected. Caps college coach in Nevada, his co phone disconnected. Our cap phone was disconnected. You couldn't call him and just have him come in here, and you can see for yourself. And first of all, who's the team? Put your name on it, man. Pete Carroll's full of shit. Pete Carroll, and this is why I told, and I was telling this because I was telling, I told my daughter's mom this when this was happening. I was like, when words started trickling out, and I didn't know you at the time, mm. I would have told you this too. When word started trickling out that he was looking at NFL coaches and he started hearing, okay, the sanctions come, I'm like, he's out. I knew he was out. I was like, he going to Seattle, he going up there to Seattle. They offering him pre- to be president of football. Oh, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And the people didn't want to believe him. I was like, no, he ain't, he's not going to leave USC hanging dry. I was like, yeah, okay, the fire's coming. I mean, e- even that, when when I just look back when, when Mark Sanchez announced that he was going pro. Uh, P. Sam- P. Sampers. Uh, P. Carroll threw a fucking temper tantrum. He really did. He was like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like my nigga. Like that's this man's decision, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? If he's not good enough, let him find out for himself. He's I mean, grown, he wasn't, but he's a grown man. He was good enough for like three years. He got him. To, he got yeah. the Jets to two in a AFC Championship. He, did, he, did, he didn't do that. The defense did. He had a couple of good games, but he he, he had he a couple good throws. But the point is on that Pete. It. But the point is on Pete. And okay. The Jets. On, on Pete, see, I don't know why I brought. Why you bring, you brought that up? Because you just wanted to you just wanted yeah. to the Jets. That's all that was, man. Now fuck the Jets. See, you know what I'm saying. There you go. See, what I'm saying. Got that nigga started. Let's see, but let's get back on Pete. 
And I told people just this in the season. And I told this. And I told people this when he just, was just in it, when just he was in the season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. When Mark gets on the, y'all gotta forgive Mark. He's a Bills fan. Yeah, and he really hey, and anything AFC East that is not Buffalo, he despises. And the Jets is 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 public enemy number one. And I'm not talking Chuck D or Flavor Five. No, nah, um, I love them, but uh, fuck the Jets. So back on Pete. That's an ugly ass green. He's saying that. I'm telling people that I'm telling people that he's interviewing. He's interviewing for the Giants. I was like, okay, and I told this to my my baby mom at the time. And when you start hearing the word Rooney Rule, he's out. And what happened? They interviewed Leslie Frazier, the former Vikings coach, who I think y'all y'all D coordinator, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. And he, I think he was in uh, Tampa at the time. He's he's under the Tony Dungy tree. Yeah, I was like. All right, if they interview a black coach, I'm just giving you a heads up. And then she texts me like, what's the Rooney rule? For those who don't know what the Rooney rule is, the Rooney rule is a rule in the NFL where you have to interview at least one minority for a head coach or a front office executive position. Some more bullshit. And I told her, I was like, okay. NFL is so full of shit. I was like, and I told and I told and I told her, I was like, okay, if they this is a token interview, he is gonna have that job by Monday. And look behold. He got the job. Six months later, USC's on probation. Yep. And he swears up and down he didn't know about Reggie Bush. And that's slow down, dude. Best player in the world on your team. And you didn't know his family was getting a free house? But they threw Ty McNair under the bus. Ty McNair ain't been able to get a job since. Show sure hasn't. It's a trip. My uncle's hmm. girlfriend was actually a juror on that trial. Oh, really? Yes. Wow, that's crazy. The people's listening. Watch your mouth. Yeah, so I'm not gonna say, but she didn't <laughs> yeah. tell me much. She didn't tell me anything about the trial, but she was on it. She asked me, "Do you know someone on time? I was like, "Yeah, it's former USC running backs coach." That mm-hmm. whole that he's not been able. To, his reputation has been scarred because of that. He ain't getting no job. He hasn't been able and, to get no money from that. He, and 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 I feel like even even that's fucked up with, with uh, Pete Carroll did, but I feel like USC took. Did way they should they was trying to deny it and cover it up way too much instead of just owning it. Think that's why the NCAA went so hard on on, on USC. And another thing was, Mike Garrett went in there and just basically gave the finger to S, to the NCAA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what that added way more fuel to the fire. Because if you look at when, at when we do it, when SEC teams do it, we'd be like, all right, we're we're self you know self discipline. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And, take, uh, take, yeah away five, take away five scholarships. Yeah, we here. did it. And NCAA, all right, cool. That's no problem. But when you like be arrogant towards the NCAA, NCAA, okay, cool. No, we want to go to trial. We want to do this. Cool, let's go. We go. We go. Man, that's kill a, y'all niggas. Well, at that time, you know, SC thought they was just they couldn't be stopped. You know, they just had the back to back Heisman winners. Right, right, right. You know, and you know, it just seemed like they was getting all the good recruits coming out of um from the West Coast. It, it, they just felt like they couldn't be stopped. And now you look at the situation and end up happening. Now Pete gets the Seahawks job. Lane gets tired. He's out after a few years. You bring in, you bring in Coach O on the interim. You, hmm. you man, how's that? Man, I, man, you get Sark, you hire Sark over Coach O. We all saw how that ended. Oh, that was a horrible decision off the rip. I knew it was a bad one. So now Sark's gone. You bring, you keep Clay Helton on. Meanwhile, Coach O is going on to win the national title at LSU. But I digress. But um. But back on Pete Carroll, so now this is—he always does this where okay, he—he's a great coach. He—he he knows how to rally the troops. 
But man, he is horrible at PR, dude. I mean, are you tone deaf? Uh, <clears throat> I yeah. think I, I think he he always exudes his privilege. He he really does because it's like he. How do you not tell? How do you not know that that's gonna come off bad? Oh well, yeah, I regret did not us not signing him because I, we had because I didn't think he was he was too good to be a backup. No, you're never too good to be a backup. And the words and words of Nick Freeze, he's full of shit. He really is. But let's give it to Cap. Let's get into because obviously he's been. Everyone's found a way to just say his name. Every day, he's. I mean, they saying his name more than Destiny Child. Man, it's like man, I, the NFL not, and that's what we're gonna get to, <laughs> and that's what we get to. A lot of people are wondering why hasn't the NFL said now to Roger Goodell's credit, he did mention his name last night on that Sports Center special. I got proof. I got the tape. He when it was asking about him, I, I haven't seen the whole thing, but the clip was. Him not listening to his players, and he admitted he shouldn't listen to Colin Kaepernick. He said my name, Colin Kaepernick, Eric Reed, Kenny Stills, mm. and Malcolm Jenkins. And that's a trip because Malcolm Jenkins is on the Players Coalition, so you didn't listen to him. Kenny Stills and Eric, Kenny Stills and Eric Reed, they've aligned with themselves with Kaepernick. But he didn't least say the dude's name. And obviously, you could tell Roger Goodell is a lawyer by trade, so he's very careful mm. with the words. And me, and I've had this conversation with other people. They're wondering, like, why doesn't he say his name? And I have to explain to people that's settlement, and we don't know because the NFL is not going to say what happened in the settlement. And Cap not Cap's not going to say anything what, what happened in the settlement or the, in the. I had no problem with the settlement personally. Get your money. I always took the NDA personal, fellas. Because if this was about the fight, you might not be able to save Colin Kaepernick's career. If it took a year or two of litigation, you might not be able to save your career. But you at least save the next dude who wants to stand up for something. And even if you lose the the the, the case, all the NFL's dirty laundry is out there. Most definitely. And I and that was the part that hurt me with the NDA. I had no problem with him getting the settlement. Yeah, I don't mind that. The money part, the NDA always bothered me because y'all needed to let them know. You needed to let them. This is how we expose the systemic racism. We gotta let we gotta let them see the way we're all locked in because of the pandemic and everyone saw what happened to George Floyd. That is what we need to see with the with the with the collusion case with Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed versus the NFL. As producer Ben is coming back into the building. I want to, we're gonna get his thoughts on on the whole Kaepernick situation as well. But um, here's my thing on him, it, <laughs> on Cap. It's now his. The NFL they're trying they're they're obviously in damage control for the last three years. Oh yeah, most definitely they're in damage control. Now the question is, because they now have, I mean, they said what they said last night. It is what it is. People can roll their eyes, cross, look at his side eyes. It's going to be whatever. The NFL is never going to say anything that's going to make the the it's not that's going to make the viewer or the listener really believe that you're sincere. So that's going to be, but that's what it's going to be. But I feel like it's like that because they know no matter what, they still go have the viewership and they still go have right. watching them every Most Sunday. Definitely. So like they I, can do whatever the fuck they want to do. So it don't really matter. Like I, no disrespect to Spike Lee. He comes on first day, calls him the No Freedom League and all that. 
But let's stop with the oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear people come out. I ain't watched the NFLs because of Kaepernick. No, stop, man, please stop, man. You're talking to a Broncos fan, a Bills fan, a Raiders fan, a Chargers fan on the pot. Are you fucking kidding me? And I have not missed a game. And my team was one of the teams that was interested in the dude. Yep, he's he wanted more money from y'all. Hey, and fuck your coach too. We'll get to him too. Wait, 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 wait. Y'all got a new coach, right? Vic Fangio. Oh y'all, y'all, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's just go. Let's just go. Let's just let's just go there because I'm a Broncos fan and let me let me air my piece first on Vic Fangio, then I'll give y'all the floor because obviously I'm the resident Broncos fan. Go ahead on. Fuck him, huh? Tone deaf, privilege. Yeah. Tone deaf. It was the same thing we were saying with Pete. Same thing we we're saying with Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah. They, I, I don't. But wanna... it's like it's like in my past. It's like you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. He's never experienced it. He's never had to go through what Mike Tomlin went through or what Tony Dungy or Herm Edwards or Leslie Frazier or uh, Raheem Morris or all these black coaches who – Steve Wilkes, all, Ron Rivera, even though he's not black, he's Latino. Well, Eric B. Enemy. Eric B. Enemy. By the way, he's up for the College Football Hall of Fame. And they got – that Hall of Fame is cuckoo. Shout out to Champ, by the way. He's nominated. My nigga Georgia, what you yeah. talking about? That's right, but it was Broncos. Mm-hmm. Obviously. But, but let's get back to but, – but this but the Fick Van Diel's point. He don't know what he don't know because he's never had to experience it. He's he's looking at tunnel venture because he's looking at, okay, the field, the locker room. But you got to also look. You're a 63-year-old man who got his first coaching job. You got your first coaching job in your 60s. For real. In your 60s. Where everyone's trying to find the next Sean McVay. Yep. Trying to find the next innovative coach. How do you not see that there's – there's that there's not a racism problem in the NFL. You only have two black coaches on your staff, and they're quality quality control guys. Hmm. Wake up, hmm. wake up, America! Wake up, teams. Well, it's it's. <clears throat> I know what you said when you said you know you don't know, but I feel like in this day and time, if you don't know, you're choosing not to know. That's a, I hundred percent agree. Um, Most definitely, it, it, it's very easy. It's very easy to just everybody have smartphones in their hand. We don't all, always have to be dumb. Right. Um, you can. Google some of the stuff that's going on. You can see that there's racism. You don't actually have to be black to know that there's racism, you know, going on. But when you privilege and you, you and you know your privilege, and it's benefiting you, why would you change it? Most definitely, most definitely. I don't expect none of these people to really understand in the first place, you know. So that's why when people, you know, they get so outraged over here, I'm like, I don't, I don't get it because I don't expect them to understand anyways. I don't either, like at all. I don't mm-hmm. like you said. He's sixty three years old, white man. He don't understand what we got to go through on a daily basis. And I think all sixty year old white people are racist. But anyway, go ahead. I don't think they're all racist, but they most definitely grew up in a very racist time. Mm-hmm. Okay, they grew up in a racist. Yeah, time. and they and that and, and and that starts in the home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Because you're not you, you're not born racist. That's what's wrong with the NFL. All them old owners, most of these dudes, it's like in their seventies and eighties, and, and we, the, when they was growing up, old, it was racist as hell. The just the good, good old boys. What? Just the good old boys. It's the same thing. Like linking it back to the NBA. We know how some of these NBA owners feel, but we don't know how a lot of these owners feel because right. they're not saying mm-hmm. nothing. Right. And so, uh, I'm not one of the people that's gonna say you know, all because you're not saying nothing means you you choosing the side. But it's, it's loud. <laughs> yeah, your yeah. silence is really loud right it's now. It's loud. It's loud. <laughs> it's really loud. And as a Laker fan, I'm hurting. I ain't hearing from Jeannie Bus. You're one of the only female owners in the NBA. Her dad for sure would have said something. You better believe it. Most definitely, he would. And have I said know. Something. And I know. And I, I know. Magic. I was talking about this the other day. I'm gonna give him the 
benefit of the doubt, but he definitely was in business with Donald Sterling too. He was, yeah. So, but I'm giving, I'm giving, uh, Bus rest in peace, rest in yeah, peace. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, but I know he was in, been, uh, he was in business with Donald Sterling. I'm not saying he did, he had I didn't to. know Sterling had Donald Donald Sterling out here. It's Go, impossible. It was because it was Donald Sterling who. Doctor West sold prop got property from in order right. so he can buy the for right, right. that on on, right. on the Sterling files right, right, right. On, the, on the podcast the Sterling files they talk about that right but the only thing I'm saying is is I'm not I'm not saying Bus didn't know Sterling's ways let's just call spade a spade you know what I'm saying but it's a possibility we all grew up here mm-hmm. we all grew up here mm-hmm. we've all been I'm assuming we all have been to sports arena at least yeah, once in our lifetime I played up there a couple times so. I mean let's be real we've uh-huh. all lived here our lives. Mm-hmm. Who didn't know anything about Donald Sterling? Exactly. Elgin Baylor was telling people that for years, and nobody believed him. Everybody knew. Yeah. Uh, Baron turned, Davis was saying it, too. Sure was. Why he, he was t- playing. He was. Mm-hmm. We turned, they turned a blind eye. Yep. I listened, to, I listened on Sports Talk Radio. They said, we knew. We didn't say nothing because the Clippers were just so irrelevant. Nobody just. And that was the reason why. And then They one, couldn't keep no talent. And, and think, now you look at it when they got Blake, Lob City comes around. They're at the point where they're becoming they they get Doc they get Doc from the come from from Boston mm-hmm. and you think okay now they're finna turn it around and then those V Stiviano tapes happen and like here we go same but old I think that's why the Clippers gonna be cursed same old Clippers because because of Sterling because Donald Sterling I believe it they gonna be cursed and I think uh, what's it uh, Bomber's doing the best job he can to try to break that curse I think yeah, absolutely I think they gonna be cursed until they move yeah I agree as long as they're in the Staples Center they may be cursed as long as they're in L A they I think they gonna be cursed. I think they gonna have to if they if it's Seattle they move to I think they gonna be cursed. Man, they going right over there. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto, but Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at getarculus.com. Inglewood, it's already it's, um, in cement. That's that's cool, but I, th- I think they gonna be cursed no matter what. Um, so, but let's get back on the on the Kaepernick side. Mm-hmm. Fuck the NFL, I think. I'm still gonna I'm I'm still gonna watch football. I ain't gonna lie. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna deny. I mean, I'm I don't like the way they are. They got y'all gotta show. I mean, it's time to put up or shut up. I mean, y'all can say this, y'all can give the two hundred fifty million over the next ten years. It's all sound good. Mm-hmm. But I, it's time to it's time to put boots on the ground and get and get and get down there and, and start grinding and get to work. If y'all really want change if y'all really about this change. Get with these players who are going in these cities, who are going in the hood, yep. who are going on Capitol Hill, who are going to these officials. Shout out to Chris Long. He's Chris Long, the only real white boy I've seen that's done it. Chris Long, Josh McCown. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple. Now, I'm not going to say y'all all, but there's been a couple. Josh McCown, Chris Long. I want Baker Mayfield, you said you, going, you, you down? Let's see. J.J. Watt, you said you down? Let's see. But we got to stop holding... Roger Goodell accountable. Well, he's like, he's guilty because he, he he works for the owners. He's guilty by association. Mm-hmm. He's only going to do so much. I think part of him wants to get Cap back in because he knows the PR is better that way. I think he do now. But but yeah. I think like you said, it's ninety. It's it's not. It's eighty twenty. Mark, I guarantee you, there's eighty percent of owners who still don't who are still blinded by it, who still are putting their blinders on intentionally. They're not listening to the twenty like. The, the the Rooney rule was named after the Steelers owner because they felt that we need to get more we need to get more color in these positions of prestige. Mike Tomlin was a token interview. It sure was. He was the defensive coordinator first year defensive coordinator with the Vikings, 
And the Steelers, who the rule is named after, they was like, man, we haven't interviewed a minority yet. Who can we interview? Give me, a, We need a good one. We don't just need to just go ahead and just toss. Because that job was supposed to go to Ken Wisenhunt. It sure was. Ken with that job. And, and he's still mad about that to this day. Ken Wisenhunt <laughs> was the OC of the Steelers when they won the Super Bowl in, the, in Jerome Bettison last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Bill Cowher's retired. And he wrote, and everyone just figured, okay, he's just going to just usher right on into the, to being the head coach. But they was like, they need, let's go interview this D coordinator from – Minnesota. We know he's under the Tony. He's under the Tony Dungy tree. Mm-hmm. And Mike Tomlin came in there and he stole the show. He basically pulled the Jennifer Hudson and Dreamgirls and like, you know what? That guy gonna be our head coach. And he's been the longest tenure outside Belichick, the longest tenure coach in the NFL now. Yep, most definitely. <laughs> Shout out to Tomlin. I fuck with him. Real. He's a real. He's a real. He's a real dude. Thirteen years. Got two Super Bowl appearances. One Super Bowl title. And y'all can say, oh, yeah, he had Bill Cowher's players. I don't care. The dude won. By the way, that, to me, that was the greatest Super Bowl I've ever seen. Steelers. And the Cardinals. Cardinals. Oh, yeah, that was off the chain. That, ben, was, that was very good. James Harrison, 99-yard pick, six. Larry Fitzgerald took the took, took the slant, crossed the middle. It was like, yeah, yeah, gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Santonio Holmes with the tiptoe in the end zone. That was a good that, that game. Was just, and that was John Madden's last game as announcer. It sure was. Mm. Mount Rushmore announcers. Most definitely. But now the question on Cap is now, I personally want, would like to hear from him. I don't care. I mean, for me, I, I think now is, is the perfect time to see you got these dudes in the corner. They up against the ropes. You, you, you got them with them punches to the chest. Now it's time to deliver the knockout blow. Because either way, he's still going to come out good if he says, I want to come back. Or, you know, I'm just going to stay being an activist. He can't look, he, he, he's in a win win. The NFL needs him now. Mm. I wouldn't even come back. And that's what I want to know. Think he, I, I, I'm keeping my same stance as I said this when he had that fake workout. I don't think he wants to come back. And I've felt, I agree. And I felt that way too. I told you this one, and I've taken heat from our boys. On this topic, mm-hmm. I've personally felt he if he really wanted to be back, he would have been back. Mm-hmm. But we all know what happened with the whole with the uh, we, we we talked about the Seahawks with Pete. Remember, the Ravens was finna call him Nazi Newsom, by the way, goat goat executive of all color. Yeah, most definitely. Nazi Newsom was going to bring him in, and then what Nessa do? She goes off with that meme. Depicting him and Ray Lewis oh. and Bashadi as DiCaprio and Samuel Jackson in Django. <laughs> That's crazy. That wasn't funny, but it was funny. It it wasn't funny, and That's it was it wasn't it was funny, and it wasn't funny, and it wasn't smart. We we got to the conversation in the chat, Mart, about the guy from the Galaxy who got cut because his because his wife said something about protesters in Germany. Yeah, I heard about that. That's bullshit. I mean. <laughs> That's crazy. And the thing was, what what bothered PR me? PR move. Yeah, most definitely, because that has nothing to do with him. But just and that's my that's thing. Crazy. And that's my thing on the cap part. He might not agree. He might not think what Nessa agreed with what Nessa did. But if he came out and defunct it because he's at the top right now of this of this of this particular moment in time, mm-hmm. it kills her credibility because she's nationally syndicated on High ninety seven. Mm. He has to be he, so he got to stand by his woman. But well, I guarantee that. she didn't stand by him. But, but let's 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 not let's not. Well, I, I got stories on that. We know we know where we can go. Hmm. 
you, we know where we can go there. I ain't, we can we can we can go all the Smith all day, but that's the show for. That, we'll say that for next. We'll say that for next week. We that can, was cold. We can <laughs> we can go all the Smith all day, but I can let that go. But with him, this is the time to talk. Just say, I mean, he people been trying to get him on the interview for the last three years. I mean, Twitter is cool. You can tweet this. You can tweet that. But he last his last real interview he did he did a he did a sit down with USA Today back in February. You know, that's when he was starting his publishing company. But he don't talk. And the number one rule of a quarterback is you gotta be able to talk. Yep. If you and if he ain't talking, I just take it like this. He don't want to play. So if he wants to play, let him let him make that decision. But people going on. First take and undisputed and all these shows saying this and saying that. Nick Wright saying, well, I talk to him. You know, he works out every day. Nah, okay, that's cool. You talk to him. He say he works out every day. Okay, why didn't you have him on your show saying that? It's time. It, we got to stop enabling him. He's made some mistakes. As good as he's good as he's done, as much awareness he's done, much money he came out of his own pocket, he's had some missteps. I didn't agree with the cop, the socks, the picking cops as pigs. And then you know showed when you was going to have to sit down with the sand. Francisco PD, mm-hmm. this you can't dilute your message, and don't. As much as we've been talking about police brutality this evening, we can't antagonize the dudes that we want to try to get that we need to try to clean out in order to get the progress. We can't. I, I didn't agree with him wearing the Castro shirt in Miami. Uh. Where, that that's tone deaf. You, you don't know yeah. where you at. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, you don't know where you at. You know who, how many people live there. That is the number one community for Cuban defectors. So I, he would never. Go, I, I I don't think he would be welcome in Miami. No. But the one thing that bothered me the most was he openly admitted he didn't vote. Now I'm not the most political person. This ain't gonna be a political show. But I believe in voting. I told people this in my church six, the year of 2016. I'm not political, but get y'all butts out there and vote. Do not come out and be crying about what happens in 2016. In November, if y'all ain't exercised y'all right, then you got nothing to complain about. And for him to openly admit that he didn't vote, I thought was very, I thought was very was very disrespectful. I I took it offend. I I was personally offended by. I it. think it was tone deaf. And it was. I mean, I mean, I feel like even even if you didn't vote, you didn't have to come out and. Yeah, keep that to yourself. Come out and say it. Yeah, that wasn't smart at all. Right. I didn't I didn't agree with that. I remember Stephen A. Smith was uh was talking about that and he caught a lot of heat behind that. Yeah. I mean and, and Stephen A has caught a lot of heat for his his point is like this. He's got Kaepernick's back. He was one he was with Jay Z and Rock Nation when they was planning that whole workout in, in Atlanta. He's talked he's corresponding with Kaepernick and his team. And people, t- he took a lot of heat because he went back at Kaepernick. Cause he's like, "Look, I got your back, but I'm not finna enable you. If I see something wrong, I'm just gonna call you out on it, which is how it should be." And 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 I think that's what the problem. Why you saw Eric Reed calling them a sellout, and then him going at Jay Z, Kenny Stills going at Jay Z. I mean, we ain't gonna even get into the Flum Flex be- bull crap that he put out there. Con- I, I still don't know what. Funk Flex says. I don't got Man, twenty. First of all, I, I don't, I don't even got, care about Funk Flex. Like that dude is crazy. I'm a, I don't got twenty eight minutes to listen to you rant, dude. I, I felt I, I I felt like when, once he started taking shots at Tupac like a couple years ago, 
when he was crying. Yeah, yeah I, I was I was yeah. over him at that point. Yeah, I'm 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 like I'm like you didn't say nothing. This when Pac was alive. I don't really, wanna, I don't want to hear it now. You really didn't, dude. Stop. I don't want to hear it now, at all. So let's be real. So let's be real. So I did not like. I say if you didn't want to vote, I mean, and I respect you. Don't respect either candidate. That's your prerogative. That's your preference. But don't, 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 don't come out and say openly say I didn't vote. That was just tone deaf and tone deaf and tone deaf. But on the NFL front, we gonna see. We'll see what happens next. We'll see if how sincere they are. We'll see how really are about getting about change in in the community time will tell we got another three months until the season start we got a two months until preseason we got a month until training camp because this message is not this is not going that this is message is not going to be going silent anytime soon as much as players have off time this they're going to find ways to bring this up and it's going to start probably at the hall of fame game which is cowboy steelers go figure right wow Hmm. That's crazy Jerry can go try his hardest To try to avoid this issue He ain't gonna be able to run from this Nah You 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 backed yourself in the corner now You gonna have to face this head on Yeah most definitely And then that gets me to the MLB There we go Get your shit off, my nigga. Go ahead, brother. My Dodgers. Mm. He trade for Mookie Betts. And then we might be not going to have a season. (laughs) (laughs) So are you more mad because this was your best year to win a championship or... Well, number one, I'm mad at MLB and MLPA because they're even beyond some... Go figure that the sport with the whitest players is the one that's arguing over money. I know, right? You got uh, Mike Trout and all them talking about they ain't gonna pay for no, um, play for no. Uh, I didn't like. Cut. I didn't like that. I didn't like Kershaw saying it. I didn't like Mike Trout saying they it. I, they said they wanted to go play for what? Basically, no you know, pay cut. no pay cuts and being away from their family. Look, I understand you want to be away from your family. We talked about this when we did the Zoom edition of, of, of Sports for You back a few months ago. Mike Trout is expecting his first child in a couple of months, so I understand where he's coming from. I don't. But Mike, Mike Trout made over hundred million in his four. career already. He's at four. He's at four. Right he got a four hundred million okay. contract. So I don't understand what he's talking about. Good point. So and this nigga not working at uh, the same place as me. He the same age as me, and he got a four hundred million dollar. So no, I don't understand. Way, th- I don't. I can't understand what this nigga's coming way, from. By the way, the twenty five teams who passed up on him in the draft. Well, man, dude. Ooh, man. <laughs> there were ten. Brace. Crazy Dodgers. <laughs> Uh, but no, I I can't understand where he's coming from. Like I I I know you might want all your money, but let's let's just be fair. You're not playing the whole season. No. Like 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 why why should you expect to have your contract that, that you would get for 162 games and you only playing 80? Yeah, that's, that's like that. That don't make that's no insane. Sense. Yeah, that don't make that's privilege again. It's crazy. It's entitlement. It's crazy. <laughs> there it is. The pre- the union director for ML for the, for the MLPA is a brother. What are you doing, Tony Clark? His name is Tony Clark. This is total tone deaf on both sides. Rob Manfred is the worst commissioner in sport. I thought I don't watch hockey, but I thought they said Gary Batman was the worst commissioner. Rob Manfred is is a bum. <laughs> Come on, man. You, you, oh, first last week, I'm unequivocally 100. percent We're gonna have baseball. 
Uh, now I'm doubting. I don't think we're going to have baseball. No, the owners told you we're not probably going to have baseball. You just come out there flying off doing stuff because you want Sports Center. No, dude. What are you doing? And stop and stop negotiating in public. There's 40 there's 40 million people who are not working right now and y'all arguing over pennies on the dollar. Y'all arguing over pennies on the dollar and we got 40 million people in this country who can't get a paycheck. Mm. Entitlement. And like I said, it's the sport with the most white players. There's only 7% of us, brothers, who are in the MLB. And shockingly, I bet they were all the ones that was on that email, on that MLB Black Lives Matter video that that Twitter posted last. Most definitely, exactly, bro. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Matt Kemp ain't even in the league right. They got Matt Kemp on the video. He ain't even in the league right no, now. They just grabbing black people now. Yeah, on the real. I mean, Curtis Granderson retired what last year? Come on, dude. You grabbing just grabbing people just to grab people. Oh, that's why the MLB called me. They wanted me to be on the video too. Yeah, cause oh. I mean, I mean, I mean, they just figure, okay, you black, you wear a baseball hat. Okay, come on. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> but they are killing. I I do think there will be some baseball, but this looks really awful. Braves fan, who your team, Trace? I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm an Angels fan, man. You know and we got two Angels fans Angels, here. Angels, oh, Angels, and so, yeah, Trout really. Well, no wonder you. But yeah. Trout, yeah, man, come on, Trout, yeah. And he's a great player, best player in baseball, most definitely. Way. By the way, thirty for thirty on McGuire and Sosa. That was that was fire on Sunday. I like, haven't seen it yet. Is oh, please, please watch. Makes me think, man. They need to go back to steroids. <laughs> man, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And I told just somebody up. that the other day. I'm like, man, baseball was the most exciting when I was younger during the steroid era. I mean, come on, and, man. And, and they need to promote steroids. I mean, yeah, for real. Steroids saved that sport. They did. Sammy they, don't never, they don't never want to talk about that, though. No, nah, they don't. Because baseball was at a low at that point. Man, it was horrible. And here comes McGuire and Sosa, and they and they hitting homers from here all the way to the Lake Erie, dude. Yeah, and for real. Shit, that shit's crazy. Barry Bonds. I tell people, me and Mark had this discussion one time when we was out. People don't know about Barry Bonds when he was with the Pirates. That was a Hall of Fame career right there. Barry Bonds never tested positive. Well, technically, Sosa never tested. He said, but Sosa admitted it though. So no, he, he hasn't. Oh, he haven't admitted it. McGuire admitted it. Uh-huh. But that's well, Conseco snitched too, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of this is on uh, Conseco because he just threw everybody's name up in there, and everybody's you know if he said it, you pretty much was the one that did it. A Rod admitted it eventually. I mean, after he just basically tried to tear down MLB, he just like you know I'm, I just had to wave my hands. That dude has had a total one at revelation for his whole career ever since he got out of baseball, though. Yeah, seriously. I guess Dayton Jango, Mina Gazer Jango does that, I guess. But on the baseball front, I do think there will be games, but these players got to stop nego- These players and these owners got to stop negotiating the public. We we haven't when the ML, when NFL and the NFLPA they did theirs, they didn't. They wasn't airing out no dirty laundry. No. NBA wasn't airing out no dirty laundry. You don't get nowhere with that. No, just go ahead and play. But this has always been the case with baseball. That's always been the case with baseball. Just go ahead and, and oh, well, we don't want this and we want that. We want this. We want that. No, just get the deal done. We want to see, we want to see some games. This, this was the best time for the Dodgers to try to win it. Man, we got Mookie Betts. Yes, yeah, for real. With all that time up for, over there, Adam. 
For, for like a ham, we got Mookie Betts for like a ham sandwich. I'm dude. about to say for crumbs. Really, Verdugo's and and Maeda and some stuff. We we basically got Mookie Betts for like that's like Paul Gasol for Kwame Brown, man. Yeah, that's probably the most one sided trade since then. That's Paul Gasol for Kwame Brown. We got Mookie Betts. Are y'all not listening? Dodger fans, I know you're hurt feeling my pain right Are now. Are you fucking kidding me? We got Mookie Betts for a bunch of crumbs, dude. Seriously, like. Wonder bread crumbs, wheat bread crumbs, and y'all just and y'all gonna really do this MLB, Rob Manfred? You are a bum. You are the worst commissioner I've ever seen. You and Buck Sealy, my God, get this done. Yeah, get this done. I want to see Mookie Betts in a Dodgers uniform, but I'm, I'm trying to go buy the number five fifty jersey. You will next year. But John say, get it done. Get it done. Get it done. I want to. Don't do this. I finally just got the Dodgers on direct TV. Oh. No, I went seven years without... I went seven years without seeing seeing a full Dodger season unless they played on Channel 5. I missed Vince Scully's entire last season except for his last Dodger game because that was on Channel 5. Get it done. I got Sportsnet LA now. Come on. What are y'all doing? Johnny, I don't care about you. They really don't, cause I'm black. <laughs> On the real, I'm I'm, I'm the seven percent. We're the seven percent. Heck, we, if all of us being we we be a tire infield, we'd be a freaking starting infield for any team right now because they ain't got no. What position you playing? Big catcher. Uh, third base. First base. <laughs> oh, there goes. Well, I gotta find another place. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have to go short, man. I have to go shortstop now. I'm gonna be afraid now. Yo, yo, that nigga said I'm gonna go short. <laughs> I guess I'll be. I guess I'll take. I'll take Corey Seager's spot. But yeah, but this was good to be back with my fellas, man. Felt good, man. We're coming back real soon. We're gonna be back again next week. We gonna have all. The, Stay tuned on more information on when the next podcast will, how you can follow us social media-wise. Yeah, we're going to do all that this week coming up. Be Stay tuned because it's getting big. It's getting. It's going to awesome. be a great day. It's going to be good to be back, Mark. Good to be back with you. Producer, back on on the show. Be back on the show with my boy, Mark. Well. Producer, Bing. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Nick Freeze, there appreciate you, brother, man. Hey, you already know. Anytime you, you know, step in, Nick, man. Come on now. Love, man. I'll be, I'll be here next time. You know, that's what right. We gonna next week. We gonna get more into this NBA stuff. And look, man, stay safe out there. Coronavirus. Wash your hands for twenty seconds. With the police, please be careful. Police, we want to live too. We want to get home to our families. We want to enjoy our lives as well. Yeah. Remember that. All right, y'all. Good looking. Peace. All right. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.